Hi, welcome to the kickoff of the Messed Up at Midnight double feature extravaganza. We'll, we'll be covering nine animated fucking Barbie movies in the month of October. I am your host, Max Steele, and yes, I am recovering from a sinus infection. And as always, I'm joined by the human equivalent of a sinus infection. It's Michael Flaherty. Mike, why the hell are we here? Because this Ken, this Ken is here to celebrate Spooktober correctly. This Ken is he's he's got he's got nothing but Barbie in the Mojo Dojo Casa House. All right, I'm I'm he, he's literally me. I've I've I am Knuff. All right, and we're we're enjoying this October, and I'm getting fucking back at you, asshole. You tortured this, me. This Ken wants to die. If we have to cover <laughs> nine fucking Barbie movies this entire oh. month, why are you doing this to me? Because <laughs> it's Barbie. Because it's Barbie. Come on, you as a as a just a youngin didn't look at didn't look at the Barbie Dreamhouse and go, God, these GI Joes are lame. <laughs> I wish I could play with my. I wish you're like I wish I could play with my Polly Pocket. <laughs> Well, guys, today we're kicking off Barbie Month the right way. I, I don't know. I don't know. Where, I don't know where that sentence was going, but I, I get. I guess sure. It's the first one. You should have. You should have just ended it. Is that we're kicking off Barbie Month? Just end a sentence. There shouldn't have been a, the right way or the wrong way. It's just we're one we of the ways. Starting it. It is one of the ways. We're talking about the uh, the 2001, and no, this movie didn't cause 9-11 like glitter. I like to think it was more of a response to comfort the American people after 9-11. Animated fantasy thing, Barbie in the Nutcracker. And it's about, well, I mean, if if you've seen the Nutcracker or know like anything about the Nutcracker, it's that, just minus some dancing. Uh, so, Mike, I need to ask... What did you think of this movie? Okay, all right. The CGI disturbs me. It haunts me. The CGI is haunting. Uh, the story, I mean, it's the it's the Nutcracker dog. I mean, it's kind of hard to sit there and just diss the Nutcracker. You're like, I mean, any this is not new ground we're treading. It's, yep, it's the Nutcracker and the princess. Mm-hmm. And all that good stuff in between. That's kind of the extent of it. Yeah, this is this is going to be like a very simple, straightforward episode. It's Barbie, <laughs> but the Nutcracker. We have some yeah. like, memeable faces, but like, what were you expecting when you were going in to watch this movie? Like, it's it, going to be there to entertain like your child and keep them occupied for like an hour and 15 minutes. And that's about it. It's this is this is definitely of all of the kids movies like Zoom and the other ones we've done because all I can think of is fucking Zoom right now. It's they it feels like they've all attempted at like having some surface some base level of like, hey, for all the adults that are forced to come here, here's one for you, too. Like this is the first one where it's 100 percent. Just deep in the like, no, this is for a child. Like, mm-hmm. and we're just two grown men just slurping up the slop that it's just put in front of us. Yet, there's really not a whole lot that like we can say, but we're going to find some things. We're going to find things to talk about. But let's talk about the computer 
animated films. A, a very <laughs> novel concept here in the year of 2023. Let's go mm-hmm. back to 2001. Let's put ourselves in those shoes. We had Toy Story that came out in 1995. We had Bugs Life and Ants that came out, you know, a few years later. Shrek literally came out earlier in the year and blew up. And I mean, these were like big studios behind these animated features. But we had already had direct-to-video computer animated films in Casper's Haunted Christmas, which came out in the year 2000. Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. Mike, I don't know if you've seen any any clips of that movie, but it it did not look great. Like the ghosts looked fine. The Mm -hmm. people, not so much. So there was like (laughs) this precedent already set like, hey, if we don't put enough money into this, it doesn't look good. You know, maybe we should wait a little bit. And this movie was just like, hey, fuck you. These people need fucking Barbie. We're going to go ahead and release it anyways. Mattel was Mattel in between between fucking lines of Coke. They were just like, the the people need Barbie. And they're like, "Ah, are you sure you want to wait? Because Shrek's the only one that kind of really nailed the CGI. And they poured millions into that. And Mattel's like, fuck you. They need Barbie. And they need the Nutcracker for some reason. So strap in assholes. It's just, it's the best. It's the best because it's all, it's kind of like an, a sensory overload of just for a visual proportions. Mm -hmm. Like, and and that may sound weird because when you think sensory overload, it's of noise, all senses, blah, blah, blah. It's kind of like, it's it's literally the CGI is so ridiculous and so horrible it overwhelms me. Like mm-hmm. it, there is so much bad animation that it is it's alarming. Yeah, like those times. creepy fucking like, like those creepy fucking fairies that are flying the around. The fairy babies. The, the fairy, fairy babies, babies. The fairy babies <laughs> gave me actual nightmares. Like it's such <laughs> like the uncanny valley thing, and it, that's not the only time they like that. We see like this uncanny valley thing. It's also in like the movements that like they do when they're dancing. It's like just kind of stuttery enough to where it doesn't feel natural. And all of the characters have this like, I'm happy, can't you see? Just smiling <laughs> till you're pa- till it's painful face going on while they're up on their toes and dancing. I'm like, dude, that's like what my sleep paralysis demon looks like exactly dude it's i'm so glad you mentioned the fucking smiling it literally is as if as if someone is like someone loaded them up with antidepressants and held a gun against them like from behind the camera and was like dance because they're like oh we're so happy there's no sadness here we're so happy and then they move like like uh it's a small world in disney where it's just weird and choppy it's it's the strangest it looks if 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 the color palette wasn't white and pink and yellow it would be nightmare fuel it would be pure nightmare fuel I don't know. I, I think the creators of Five Nights at Freddy's saw the, like the dancing here and the faces, and were like, "Okay, we might have something here." What if we made like, them what animatronics? If it, what if it was a duck and there was a weird amount of Rule Thirty Four surrounding it? <laughs> yeah. So, Mike, 
I don't really have too much about the. It's it's fucking <laughs> you, you Barbie in the Nutcracker. <laughs> you Are you surprised? Have, you don't have behind the scenes relating to Barbie and the Nutcracker. What? I, I will say. I will say this though. Let me actually. Let me actually pull it up in the trivia section on IMDb. That's kind of like where I go. Like, okay, well, maybe I can find like a base here and go do some research and go down a direction. Um, no, there wasn't really anything here, but under spoilers, uh, they actually wrote down, and yes, I did steal this joke from the IMDb trivia page, uh, under spoilers on the trivia section, there is, it says released shortly after nine 11 in an attempt to heal the nation. (laughs) Absolutely. And and heal they did and heal they did. It's uh, many attempts were made by the government to assuage the American people. Many, many other outlets tried to soothe the American spirit, but Barbie was the one that succeeded. Barbie and the Nutcracker. They saw 9-11 and went, we can, we can heal. We can heal. Now, before we go on to our drinks, I actually have two <laughs> things that I'm going to, that I will say. One is uh, Kelly Sheridan, the, person who voiced Barbie in this movie. She actually voices Barbie in a lot of the sequels, some of which I think we might be covering this month. Others, I mean, oh, yeah. Mike, how many how many Barbie movies do we have to pick from? Like, what, 30, 40, 50? Uh, well, we had 52, to be okay, precise. Yeah. yeah, she voiced in some of them. <laughs> some of them, Hell some yeah. other ones, she was Barbie. Others, I don't know. We'll, we'll get there when we get there. Shout and- out Kelly Sheridan. Dude, shout out for getting shout out for getting that bag from Mattel. Hell absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Run Mattel for their foams. And lastly, before we go on to our drinks, there actually is a connection to this movie and the English dub of one Dragon Ball Z. Hell yeah. oh, Sean Be- Schimmel plays the Nutcracker. Be- well, not just him. Because not hit, not one, not two, but three of the voice actors in Barbie in the Nutcracker at one time voiced Goku. Wait, that was a meme. Are you serious? I'm, d- I'm dead serious. It was serious. A- like Sean Schemmel was involved in the nut- no, Barbie. Not, the not, nutcracker? Sean, not Sean Schemmel. It was Kirby Morrow who voiced who voiced oh, the Nutcracker. Okay, Peter okay. Uh, Kalamas. Him um, and Ian James Corlett, who voiced Captain Candy in this movie, at oh, a point, one point or another, voiced tr- voiced Goku. That's so sick. That's so sick. It's in between. In between, Barbie, are we going to be able to beat the Rat King? And then turn around and just go and just go. All right, Rat, it's back up. <laughs> I think this was like maybe like later stage Dragon Ball Z that these guys did the voices for, but still they voiced Goku at one point, which you know, yeah, it was, it was yeah. Dragon Ball GT probably or some weird shit. Well, like this, I think it was maybe like the Cell Saga or the Boo Saga. Oh, well, like at some yeah. again, at some point, Word? it was one of them. So, Mike, let's go ahead. Let's get to the ever most important question we have here on this podcast: If Barbie and the Nutcracker was a drink, what would it be, and why? Okay, we got to boil down what Barbie is in terms of a cocktail. Because last year, we did Texas Chainsaw Month. 
and I selected good old-fashioned American beer, and my co-host selected moonshine. I'm going to try and do the same as we did last year, as well as, you know, with John Travolta and Nick Cage, I guess. I'm picking Pink Whitney Vodka, Lemonade Vodka for Barbie, because, I mean, come the, literally come the fuck on. It's, come on, pink, come on. This is a tee-up. This is a tee-up. Vodka, because... I, I I don't know. I'm making white girls like vodka. It's I, I'm taking a stab in the dark. Um, it's so okay. So it's the Nutcracker. The Nutcracker is pretty. It's and it's also a by the numbers rendition of the Nutcracker. They took some liberties, but like there was, if, by and large, it is just the straight up Nutcracker. So I'm thinking cold setting the Nutcracker. A vodka toddy, like a hot vodka toddy. So we got Barbie, pink Whitney lemonade vodka, two ounces. Pour that in. You have the whole air of kitty sweetness and sugary fun, where <laughs> even even the even the tough moments are. They're not tough. Come on. They're not dark. They're not gritty. It's a Barbie movie. Granted, it is also for kids, so you can't knock them for it. So I'm tossing in some honey. And there's no spice to that honey either. There's nothing interesting. It's literally just honey. So next you have the Nutcracker. He's the secondary piece to this whole thing. He's pretty much the the co-star. Granted, it is almost entirely Barbie, but you know, he's here and he gets more screen time than the others. So let's throw in an ounce of lemon juice for him. Finally, we have everything else. We have the Rat King. We have the CGI. We have the setting. We've got the candy captain or whatever. And all of the other villagers who have a huge habit of just flaming the nutcracker to his face, which gotta say they are they really don't care about roasting each other in this in this world because they just they they lay this dude out on the coals for fun so because these people are all about roasting each other we're gonna roast our water i.e boil it so put some boiling water into that whole drink (laughs) give it a swear i just imagine you just like pouring a glass of water and like putting it on your table and just like boy you look like (laughs) absolutely like an hour (laughs) Absolutely. You know what? You know what, ladies and gentlemen, if you really want to, if you want to, if you want to mimic, I'm, I'm pivoting, I'm pivoting, fuck boiling water. I want you to get a cup of water, put it on the table, and I want you to think of your best roasts for it for until you run out of roasts and then pour that in. Give it a stir. That's my drink. Well, guys, what can I say? You're going to be getting a lot of pink Whitney from us this month on the Mess Up at Midnight podcast because I, oh, too, yeah. am going down the pink Whitney direction. I'll explain more in my drink. <laughs> but a, 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 I guess lukewarm now, vodka toddy. Yeah, I mean, I yeah, yeah. It's yeah. yeah. yeah that, that's that, that's, that's, pretty, that's, pretty, that's pretty much it. It's, it's, <laughs> this movie's again, simple. It's simple. It's straight to the point. What else can you say? So good drink, Mike. I I, I want to talk about one thing that you didn't mention in your drink that I'm going to get to with mine. So when thinking of Barbie movies, you know, I, I had to think about like, again, what base I'm going to stick with for this month. You know, 
I feel like, like Mike said, we need to have a base. We got to stick to it. And then we got to stick with that framework. Because again, these movies, you could pick a frame out of any one of them. And I would be like, sure, it's one. It's this one. Am I wrong? Yeah, probably. I, I don't give a shit. So for my base this month, for me, it actually came down to two things. Vanique, which I've used on this podcast before. And like, hell, I, you know, I use it during after. And Pink Whitney. And I ultimately decided that we're going to be sticking with Pink Whitney this month. But for my drinks, you're going to be adding in a nice portion of edible glitter. So it's all nice pink and sparkly. Let's look at Barbie and the Nutcracker. It's, it's Barbie and the Nutcracker. So here's what you're going to do. You're going to grab your martini glass, three ounces of sparkling Pink Whitney. And it's Christmas. It's basic, but it's Christmas. <laughs> this one's going to suck. Uh, but toss in three ounces of Rumplemint's Peppermint Liqueur. Oh, yeah. Oh. We're getting that type of Christmassy going on here. Whoa. Oh, no. And, you know, there was part of me that really wanted to just leave the drink there for just how simple and basic this movie is. It's so forgettable. <laughs> like, it's un- it's crazy. But... They did this movie did decide to have one Tim Curry as the Rat King. So for that and for him just kind of being in every like every scene he's in, I'm like, that's fucking Tim Curry. And I'm at least kind of like somewhat somewhat entertained. Why don't you toss why don't you top off your martini glass with some cherry juice? I, I mean, what else can I say? That that that's your drink. Hell yeah. It's cherry juice, pink Whitney and glitter, and what was the middle one? Uh, Rumple mints. Oh, Rumple mints. That's right. Exactly. It's it's fun and sweet, and it's a little tart. And then it's just like, hey, let's fist fight Santa Claus in the parking lot. Like energy. <laughs> it's hey man, you like the taste of mouthwash? <laughs> it's exactly. And you're like, what if mouthwash got you fucking hammered? Like, it's, it's, <laughs> sure, hell yeah, man. I'm down with it. I'm down with it. It's, it is a good, it is a good, good fit for the movie. That being said, the rumble bits of like, damn, that's got an edge to it, I feel. Maybe it's just my experiences with rumble mints, but that, that, the rumble bits has an edge to it, which I'm like, damn, that's, that's a, that's a take for the movie. But I think hell I yeah. had rumble bits on. like once back in college. And I was like, damn, this this peppermint shit slaps. And I just never had it again. Yeah, I was like, oh, I remember tasting it going like, this is pretty solid. And then just not having it again. But I just always look at the glass that Rumplemint is in. And it just has the same look and feel that Jack Daniels does where it's like, yeah. But instead of fist fighting your stepdad out out on the front lawn it's fist fighting santa claus after he gets off the shift because he because he said so because he said something weird all right guys we'll go go get some rumple mints and pink whitney and let's talk about barbie in the nutcracker so the title screen we got some flying fairies and the actor's name. It feels very like straight to DVD-esque. And with the music in the background, it also feels like a TV special where they couldn't afford to pay their animators, you know, kind of like now. And like me and Mike mentioned, we got an Uncanny Valley thing going on with the fairies here. We'll come back to these fairies. They'll be back later in this movie. We transition to 
a weirdly rendered ballet studio where Barbie is doing ballet and the animation feels just so strange here. And she's teaching this child how to do ballet and the dialogue, you know, the lines, the dialogue doesn't line up with her mouth. I'm like movie. You have one chance at a first impression and you already fucking wasted it. Like it's like they, not they, they it in. They blew the ADR because they quite literally just tee everything up with the pan in and the fairy babies, which are mm-hmm. so damn weird. Mm-hmm. And you're like, okay, you're like, oh, this is odd. Very exactly. Very straight to DVD. And then it just pans into this. It looks like granted, this is 2001. So they probably like, it probably took them like five days, but it looks like they kind of, it looks like you're kind of just, the blender equivalent of those hello world projects you get if you've ever did coding like once or twice it's so bad and then you just see barbie and then just this other t- toddler cute toddler person that toddler she's like adjacent person it's exactly it's the not a toddler not a child thing it, it literally looks like a five like a three foot toddler but anyways it, it's just the two of them talking, it's so janky and so forced. Like, mm-hmm. it's so, it's very odd. Very, very odd. And this child, Kelly, thinks that she's not going to be able to learn all the steps to the dance. She's scared that she's going to freeze on stage. But Barbie starts giving her advice. Barbie's like, oh, don't you worry, Kelly. You you got to uh, try to find the courage um, like Clara from the ballet, you see? You see, Clara, she lost her parents when she was very young, and she and her little brother Tommy were raised by their grandfather Drosselmeyer. And I'm like, uh, oh, uh, okay. We're like, we're like five minutes in. Like, oh, don't you worry. You're going to be just like that person who lost their parents. Exactly. She and Barbie's like, this is the movie took it in one direction when it could have gone in a much darker direction. Where it's you could have been like this Clara who lost her parents, or it could have gone. You could be like Clara who lost her parents because she wasn't good enough. Like, ha- oh, all right. It has the same energy of that's Johnny over there. His parents are going through a nasty divorce and his mom stabbed his dad. Why are you running away? Exactly. It's it's just exactly. It's the kid going, mom, can we have a McDonald's? And you're like, Timmy's parents had McDonald's the day of their divorce. And you're like, oh, okay. I guess I don't want McDonald's then. Never be able to look at a clown the same way again. <laughs> kind of like Tim Curry. It's absolutely. Exactly. It all links exactly. together. Tim Curry as Ronald McDonald. Oh, my God. So we transition to a snow globe. Again, it's poorly animated. We see Clara longingly looking at a snow globe and is interrupted by Drosselmeyer, who's being really stern. Their guests have arrived early, so whatever will they do? And Clara <laughs> helps the maid decorate the tree with a decoration her mom gave her for her first ballet. But gasp, mice have found their way into the Christmas boxes. But it wasn't the mice, silly. It was just the younger brother, Tommy. And his character model. Silly Tommy. Silly Tommy. It's a mistake him for the rats because of his skirting nature. I mean, can we talk about Tommy's character model? Like That is fair. He has some like serial killer (laughs) eyes. (laughs) 
That was great. I do love the camera fans. It's like silly Tommy. He's he's messing with the he's messing with the toys again, and they're just pants. And Tommy, <laughs> Tommy looks like Tommy looks like his eyes are just dilated, like he's on mushrooms because he just looks up at the camera. And you're like, oh shit, Tommy! All right. <laughs> yeah. So Tommy runs away, but then Clara sees Aunt Drosselmeyer. They hug and they're like, oh, we like her. So Dr- so the other Drosselmeyer walks in looking like he's has the shoulder mobility of a statue. Just elbow just flared <laughs> out like he's trying to Superman pose but can't touch his hands like to a, his hips. He looks like a linebacker. He looks like, he looks like he's in the NFL. Like he's just got these huge shoulders and he's pushed back like he's ready to t- take someone down. Like my man needed like a rotator cut, like a rotator cut <laughs> surgery, like – Three tears ago. His <laughs> rotator cuffs don't exist anymore. He's literally just... He's just... I can't, I can't handle these character animations, man. They're so bad. I, I think this is the worst it's going to get, but we'll see. We haven't, we haven't watched those movies yet. Who knows? So, oh, God. So Aunt Drosselmeyer tells Clara all about her travels, like met an emperor, hiked the Great Wall of China, and a bunch of other stuff. And Drosselmeyer doesn't like that. She's like, oh, don't give Clara all these ideas. What about staying put? Oh, you know, boo, man. Boo, the patriarchy. I love love the casual sexism of, oh, don't put this thought in this woman's head. You know, she's going to think about traveling. Just like that's like a heinous thing to do. Like, oh yeah. So we transition to later, where uh, Aunt Drosselmeyer tells Clara more of her tales of dancing with kings. But and you just see, you just see, you just see Mister Drosselmeyer in the back go boo boo every time she mentions traveling. I really just want like Drosselmeyer just like follow every character around just booing. I think that makes exactly. this movie a hell of a lot more entertaining. He's just he's just he's not even booing for like shit about like women traveling or women doing anything. It's just about just things occurring. Uh, oh man, it's getting kind of oh, it's kind of a little chilly. Maybe I need to grab a jacket. Boo! <laughs> exactly. Oh boo, wimp, boo. It's the Rat King's like the, the, the Rat King's talking to his subjects and he just peeks out of the corner. He's like, boo, boo. <laughs> so Androsselmeyer got presents for Tommy. It's like a guard and a lancer toy and Clara, a nutcracker. You know, it, it's in the name, see? And Tommy calls Nutcracker ugly, but inside he's got the heart of a prince. But Tommy wants it and tries to like snatch the Nutcracker away. Clara and Tommy fight, but it's, you know, the Nutcracker breaks. And Tommy apologizes. Clara calls Tommy impossible. And Tommy just stands next to Clara, just trying to look sad. And Clara ends up making the nutcracker an arm sling. So later, Clara falls asleep on the couch with her nutcracker. So Drosselmeyer and Aunt Drosselmeyer talk about Clara and, you know, how to raise her. And then we go to even later, the poorly rendered clock strikes midnight. Let's out a charm. The camera points to a hole in the wall where magical sparkles fly out and drop golden dust all over the Christmas tree and presents. And the owl on top of the clock comes to life to see a blue light coming through the wall now. And an army of mice come through and start wrecking shit. They're listening to their Limp Biscuit break stuff and shit. Higgs. I was about to I was about to go the Ratatouille route, but yeah, they they all come in with red with red flat brims on and cargo shorts, and they're all just talking about it's all about the he said she said bullshit. God, can you imagine Tim Curry voicing a rat 
in the style of Fred Durst. <laughs> I, t- I just want the Red King to come out and he's voiced by Tim Curry, but he does all he does is renditions of Limp Bizkit songs. So he's like, it's a rolling, 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 rolling as they're just breaking shit. Listen to me. Listen to me. I've never wanted anything more in my entire fucking life than what we just described right now. Tim Curry, if you are listening, get caught up on your Limp Biscuit and then come talk to us. We have an idea. Absolutely. Absolutely. If Tim Curry balls in your court, we're, we're here. We're here for it. Sinclair with a nutcracker beside the couch, it comes to life. The nutcracker draws his sword with one hand, attacks. Clara wakes up and looks around the room, sees a rat. She tries to shoo it away and sees a nutcracker battling the rats. And then the rat king arrives. And as soon as I heard his voice, I was like, oh, that's motherfucking Tim Curry. Looked it up and I'm like, yeah. hell yeah. What the fuck you're is like, Dr. Frankenfurter doing here? But I'm, I'm here just saying, it. I'm like, it's just, you just hear, you just see it instead of, the, instead of the rat king, instead of coming out in like a robe and a crown, it's just, it's just high heels and fishnets. And he's oh, just no. like transsexual, transvestite. And he just starts kicking and just walking out. <laughs> so, by the way, <laughs> what I mentioned earlier is like, whenever Tim Curry is up on screen in this movie, I'm at least like, oh, let's see what let's see what you know Tim Curry does. You know, let me hear like whenever the Rat King speaks, I'm like, oh, that's Tim Curry. You know, and it makes me laugh knowing that that's Tim Curry. I think if this was any other actor, I would just forget about this movie completely once I was Absolutely. done watching it. But the simple Absolutely. fact that they got Tim Curry makes me be like, okay, I will at least remember that. But nothing. Yeah, else. exactly. That's the stand. That's the standout thing, and only the standout thing. Because everyone's like, "Oh, how is Barbie in the Nutcracker?" And you're like, "That was the fucking Nutcracker." Mm-hmm. And Tim Curry's in it, which is kind of cool. But yeah, that's it. It's it's mostly just Tim Curry. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, he monologues. The Nutcracker says heroic things. Then he gets into a fight and scene with the Rat King, where the Nutcracker gets soundly defeated. The Rat King is about to defeat the Nutcracker when Clara is going to squish the Rat King when she magically gets shrunken down to their size, tiny. Nutcracker <laughs> comes to a rescue. The Rat Henchmen hiss. We get some very, very shitty fighting. Like, let's talk about the fighting. For a All second. right. it's We came hot off the heels of the raid, and now it's... And, and now it's now it's this. You know, you're right this about fight. that. You're right about that. Like we were, we went from the highest of highs to the lowest of lows. Like this is something I will say sucks. Like it does not have any intensity or oomph behind it. It feels very like it feels very fake. It it, it does, and that's not just because that we're grown men watching a movie for children. It quite literally is done very poorly. And that it's kind of you're kind of just watching a nutcracker and a rat just just poorly animatedly swing swords at each other mm-hmm. instead of you know like these things like there are some moments which definitely were meant to be weighty like there are moments where the nutcrackers like climbing vines and like swinging swords and you're supposed to be like whoa high octane mm-hmm. at least from a kid's perspective but it's quite literally just. Just this poorly animated sprite awkwardly moving upwards mm-hmm. as rats characters are like waving their hands as if like as waving if they're like waving goodbye like, to him. 
No, they're waving their hands like they just don't care. That's literally what absolutely, they're doing. absolutely. They're listening to all I do is win, so they just got their hands up. And they're like, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, Clara climbs up the mantle, and the Nutcracker is still fighting the Rat Army. In the chaos, the Nutcracker loses his sword by like clipping it through a grate. I don't fucking know. And he somehow is able to climb this grate with one hand. I don't think that's how <laughs> physics works, but sure. He- he starts. He he just turns on no clip and he just starts going through the grate. I mean, literally, it's like he just squat, It's like he's squatting next to like the wall and is somehow able to like jump on the ledge. Just somehow <laughs> jump squat- his way up. <laughs> he's squat jumping like he's in a video game. Like he's just squat jumping upwards. <laughs> so the Rat King draws a bow, shoots the Nutcracker, and Clara throws a shoe at the Rat King, which knocks him out. Fall animation, so horrendous, and the Rat Army mm-hmm. retreats. And Clara and the Nutcracker, they fall to the ground. Nutcracker thanks her for saving his life. And also his arm is just working now because, I don't know, he's immortal or some shit. He's, he's a god. He's unkillable. Dude, I mean, if I saw a Nutcracker, like, just walking <laughs> up, like, just in my living room... I would, I would probably think that. I'd be like, oh, okay. that is true. That that is true. You would have, you would have just seen that. And just gone like, hmm, all right. Oh, no. I see the salvia is still working. Oh, you know, Clara doesn't think that though. She's like, yep, make makes I, perfect sense. I to love me. Cl- Clara rolls with it in such a fantastic way because essentially she got the um, she essentially got the the magical whimsical equivalent of like trying to break up a fight in Baltimore. Like she essentially just got got, but instead of just dying, she just gets shrunk down. It's literally a game like, between okay. the Crips and the Bloods just in her it's, living room between tiny rat people and a nutcracker. You're like, word, what? let's go. There are... <laughs> You just see all you do is as the as the uh, rats retreat, you just see the you just see the nutcracker just turn to her as he's like coughing. He's like, "We them boys, we them boys," and he just throws his hand up like he's throwing a gang sign. It's <laughs> literally just like a I don't know the head the fist of a nutcracker, just a little ball at the end. And you're like, I sure, sure. I, I don't know what I don't know what you're throwing up, but I. Sure, I roll with it. Fuck it's it. like a Lego. Yeah, exactly. It's literally just a ball. But you're like, I'm. You're like that. Feels like a gang sign. That feels. That, feel, that feels charged. So Nutcracker has to return to Par- Parthenia. I think that's what it is. And Clara wants to be taller. She wish she was a baller. She wish she had a girl who looked good. She would call her. No, we're not doing that. Hell yeah. <laughs> but only the sugar plum princess can give her her height back. Also, the Nutcracker used to not be a Nutcracker. Then the owl on the clock comes to life and offers to help the two on their journey. Exposition dumping, the Sugar Plum Princess can only be found by crossing the Sea of Storms, and Clara can return via opening up a locket that the owl gives her. And after some, you know, a mild twist of the arm, Clara joins the Nutcracker as they enter the hole in the wall. No, no not, a, not a dive bar, though. I, that would be funny. It's, she just enters Roadhouse and Patrick Swayze's the bouncer. <laughs> or if we're talking about the remake, it's Jake Gyllenhaal and a coked out Irish man, Conor McGregor. I, it's, wait, that's a, wait, that's real? That's real. You didn't know that? No, I didn't. What? I knew they were remaking Roadhouse, but I didn't know they actually like did it. They, they did. They filmed it. They Jake Gyllenhaal was at a <laughs> UFC event. But anyways, Mike, we cannot be talking about... My second favorite man crush and Jake Gyllenhaal got to focus on the bar or Barbie and the Nutcracker. So they walk through some magical portal where they fall into some icy cave. 
After gathering themselves, turns out they've taken a wrong turn and get visited by snow fairies, which, remember those fairies we saw at the beginning of the movie? Yeah, it's those fuckers. They're back. It turns out the snow fairy's wing is damaged, and Clara is also wanting to, you know, take this interdimensional travel and talking nutcracker thing really well, like me and Mike mentioned. It begins to snow, and more snow fairies begin to appear and dance. And this is the first part where we actually get some dancing in the Nutcracker, apart from like the opening scene. And they just fucking circle around Clara and do more like weird animated dancing. It's it's so weird. It's so weird because it's not a proper because, again, for those who have seen the Nutcracker, it's a whole ballet. Mm -hmm. They do a whole ballet number at this point. So you're expecting that, but it's just Barbie and the Nutcracker awkwardly standing there <laughs> as a bunch of fucking fairy babies just weirdly dance animated in a very awkwardly animated manner mm-hmm. around her, like in circles. It's it's so strange. I feel really bad for the people listening to this podcast who like this was one of their movies growing up and they're listening to it now and they're like, come on, come on. You, got, you guys are being unfair. The animation can't be that bad. And then they go back and watch it, and they're like, oh, my God, they were right. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. No, hey, hey, it's the same thing as Jimmy Neutron. You're like, mm, going back is a lot tougher than 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 the nostalgia glasses let it on. But in any case, hey, all I got to say is, at least we're not dunking on the story, because the story is just the the damn nutcracker. Like, yeah. if, if, all, if the only thing that's truly and honestly heinous about your movie is the freaking CGI, like, I mean, damn, you better than better than better than Gotti. I, I mean, listen, I mean, I feel like at this point, Gotti is this season's fucking Bucky Larson. Oh, easily. So, fucking yeah. easily. Easily. God, God, I hope we don't have a leather face this month to get us fucking pissed. It's just fairytopia is going to be like, Dude, that's just going to send me. I'm just going to have to be put in a mental asylum after just yelling the fairies. I'm going to sound like Crocker from uh, uh, fairly odd parents. Yeah, exactly. You're just be screaming about fairies. <laughs> so we transition to Parthenia. Claire is amazed by this world, which is clearly some weird, like mix. Like they did like, hand drawing for the background but you can like clearly tell it's hand drawn and then there's still 3d like it doesn't mesh well mike do you, do you know what i'm talking about like, it, no no it, it's literally they have the 3d animated the surrounding area mm-hmm. and it's like snow and like it's supposed to be down a mountain all that and then it goes to the horizon like down the road to the castle that kind of crap mm-hmm. that's all painted yeah. So it, it essentially, it's like uh, it's like if you've played a really crappy old video game, or I, or those weirdly drawn like uh, walls <laughs> on schools, mm-hmm. where it's like you're like, oh, okay, cool, cool, hand animated, and then it's just a flat wall, mm-hmm. and then it's just like, no, it's the road to the castle, and you're like, it looks like a wall, actually. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's kind of how they have it. Yeah, so the two start walking through the woods, which there's like some weird artifacting going on in some of like these frames where it's like really grainy and shit. Like, anyway. Yeah. Like, yeah. You, you saw that too. Mm-hmm. You saw that too. Okay. I saw that too. Yeah, that was weird. I'm like, oh, that's just fucking strange. Where some like bat thing overhears Clara talk about the sugar plum princess. So this bat thing flies off. 
We go to the Rat King castle. The bat named Pim, who is starving, talks to Tim Curry. And yes, I'm only going to refer to the Rat King as Tim Curry or some combination. I don't fucking know. Sue me. Pim tells the king that the Nutcracker is back and he's got some girl with him. And they're looking for the sugar plum princess who can supposedly defeat the Rat King. And Tim Curry is like, huh, bring me the royal registry and the Nutcracker. He does a much better job than I ever will at anything, to be honest with Hell you. Oh, yeah. So back at the it's portal. The first step is a you are not Tim Curry. I love how you're just I like, mean, oh, you're, you're not going to get there, Chavier. You're like, yeah, no, you're not. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, no, you're not. Uh, look, hey, you did not. You, hey, you're early enough in your career. You can, you can don, you can don the fishnet and the heels and totally go the distance. Who's to say I haven't already? Oh, saucy. Um, exactly. I'm you sure that, I'm sure green light in, in the air for a absolutely. Bit. Absolutely. It's just, just you were Dr. Frankenfurter in the reboot of Rocky Horror. I mean, have you seen my legs? Have you seen his legs? Do they match? <laughs> they go on for days. Absolutely. It's you and Tim Curry. It's just the hair sticking out of your fishnets. <laughs> so back in the forest, Claire and the Nutcracker come across the gingerbread village, which has been totally abandoned. Claire, you know, picks up a toy doll. The two hear a horse. Then we see it, and it's pink for some reason. I'm like, uh, it's for girl. Hey, pink. There you go. Uh, it's yeah. It's fucking. We- it's weird. Pink. It's weird looking. That's that's for damn sure. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Claire and the oh, Nutcracker yeah. get ambushed by children throwing snowballs, but Claire gives their children the doll back. The one child, a girl, takes it, and the boy is a little bit more hesitant. Also, the horse's name is Marzipan. That's a pretty good name for a horse, if I do say so yeah. myself. I was about to say, gotta, gotta give credit where credit's due. I'm like, I'm like, that's a good horse name. I love that how is- the, cre- the credit we are giving this movie is shit that has like been written for like what hundreds of years already in the Nutcracker. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It, we're literally giving credit to Tchaikovsky and not, not the not, not Barbie. <laughs> Did Tchaikovsky get a credit in this movie? <laughs> Tchaikovsky wouldn't want credit in this movie. Do you know how jaded that dude was? That dude hated everything. He hated the Nutcracker. I don't think he wants credit. Sorry, but it got me really choked up thinking about Tchaikovsky. I just almost, you know. Exactly. I just almost choked on my own. Uh, let's be honest here. It's still my sinus infection. Um, so exposition. Yeah. The kids went to go get berries. When they returned, everyone was gone. It was the rat. It was Tim Curry's army. It's all Prince Eric's fault. Exposition. The king left uh, the king left everything to the rat king. Prince Eric would take over once he was ready, but the but Tim Curry, you know, being king and all that shit, no one knows what happened to Prince Eric. And yeah, they agree. They're gonna take they're all gonna travel together. So it's late- no, well, you you're you're backing up. It's they meet up with the, like the villain and they're like, Oh yeah, Prince Eric. It will, the villagers, all of them are just they they spend just a little bit of, a little bit more time than you'd expect just dunking on on Prince Eric. They're not like they're not like oh we don't know what happened to Prince Eric, but he abandoned us and that's sad. They're like what a loser, what a baby back bitch, what a rinky dink asshole. And the best part is is again this is meant for children, but you know being a twenty something year old man it's easy to just tell that 
what they're doing because the camera pans over to the Nutcracker and the Nutcracker mm-hmm. just awkwardly sits there and like is like, uh, it's like, the, and then the it pans movie, over. The they're like, literally like here. Here's the twist. They're like, that's Prince Eric. That's Prince Eric. In case you're curious, that's Prince Eric. And you're like, okay, thank you, movie. That's good to know. And they're like, they're like, by the way, he's a bitch, according to these villagers. And you're like, that's again, again, crystal clear. We don't need to keep calling him a bitch. So later on, God, the animation in this movie is awful. Uh, The four spot the uh, Rat King army. Then the then Tim Curry's army spots the four and they attack. The horse runs away and the four run into the woods. Sorry, that's a different musical theater production. And a ladder gets dropped on the four of them and they get taken up into the trees. Go up in the trees. And we come across an old English general. And uh, certainly one of the depictions ever of an... I see the turban and I want to call him a Sikh, but I, I could totally be barking up the wrong tree but either way either way it's offensive it is you're like whoa it's tough it's tough these tree people they don't trust the nutcracker claire and the nutcracker you know talk to and i had to look up their names major mint and captain candy the captain candy's the old english general in case you didn't know and clara and the nutcracker they drop exposition candy doesn't believe the nutcracker but the nutcracker says hey prince eric told me himself but mint scoffs at prince eric but you know it tur- well no sorry they one of them was friends with prince eric i don't fucking know my notes are confusing mike do you remember which one was friends with prince eric uh, i think it was the i think it was the the british guy no, i think it was the british it, guy it, was, it was the uh, i think it was the the uh, racist depiction it's it's giving major mint. It's giving me major mint vibes. So absolutely, <coughs> Jesus. Sorry, guys. I'm still recovering from my damn ugh, sinus infection. So anyway, mint wants to protect his uh, peep his people. He also doesn't believe in the sugar plum princess. And you know, Candy says he heard the king talk about the sugar plum princess. It's all interesting. And the mint is like, okay, listen. We're going to go looking for the Sugar Plum Princess. I'm in charge of the exposition. They try to figure out what happened with Prince Eric, but it turns out Tim Curry destroyed him. With Tim Curry, the Rat King, he talks to his to two of his army. He scolds them, then uses his magical scepter to turn these two soldiers into bookends. Evil. Uh, it says, mmm, he's bad. He's Evil. Yeah, exactly. You just, you just see a you just see a statue of Mermaid Man with his finger up as he's like evil. Yeah. So uh, Tim Curry does research into the Sugar Plum Princess, then throws a book because you know fuck knowledge. Then laughs evilly <laughs> as he monologues, and he turns a rock into a giant soldier of stone. Not not the rock. And so this soldier of stone, <laughs> he just turns and just snatches the scepter and uses it as a mic and goes, shut up, bitch. <laughs> Listen, I'm not saying every movie would be better if we had the rock in it, but you know, it's, it's just, you just hear, you just see Barbie and Prince Eric walking down the street. And you just faintly hear, can you smell what the rock is cooking? And then you just see the rock come out. So we go, uh, um, so like I said, the soldier of stone goes off to look for the nutcracker. Pim follows it back in the trees. Clara tucks in the two children and they'll be staying with the tree people while the others go out to sea. 
and Clara goes outside to sit with uh, the Nutcracker. They have emotional dialogue, and Clara knows that Nutcracker is Prince Eric, which, you know, is pretty fucking obvious. She asks why he hasn't told anyone. You know, it's an ego thing. The Nutcracker walks away, leaving Clara to look at this massive fucking moon. So we transition to morning. Clara, Nutcracker, Mint, and Candy walk to a bridge. The lighting in this scene is so strange. It's like so overexposed. I, 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 don't, I don't understand it. I really, mm-hmm. I really don't. It's, it's tough. It's, it's so it's bright. Really, it's, it's, it's weirdly bright. It is, it is confusing how bright it is. So then Mint comes up and is like, I'm British. We must cross this dangerous bridge that has floating rocks. <laughs> so they cross this floating rock bridge and Mint accidentally knocks Candy off the bridge only to see that he's holding on to a root and Nutcracker reaches for him, catches Candy, and saves his life. Yay. I thought for sure he really wasn't going to make it. Can, 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 can you hear my shock? I'm, I'm so surprised. So the four cross the bridge. Candy is troubled because, you know, he almost died. Uh, oh, and he also <laughs> lost his travel sack. But then Major Mint roasts him, and Candy yells at him, you know, for almost killing him, which, you know, fair. And the two argue. But later, the four arrive to some beach. And I don't know why the scene feels like it was it was like animated out of focus. It looks like somebody put like Vaseline on the lens. It just doesn't feel right. So Nutcracker and Clara, they wander off to look for some well that's now been covered up, you know, except it's still there. And the Nutcracker opens the well and more fairies come flying out and circle around the two. It, look, turn, it turns out Tim Curry trapped the fairies in there. And yes, these fairies are also very disturbing. It's it's every fairy in this. It's more like like uh, not not common current depictions of fairies. It's like Brothers Grimm fairy mm-hmm. tales, like sort of fairies where it's like gross and weird, and you're mm-hmm. kind of like Ugh, as you see them. But it's like they're trying to be they're trying to like make them cute, but you're just like that looks terrifying. It looks even it looks even grosser. You're like no, it's cute because it's like a baby, and you're like, but it looks kind of disturbing if we're being honest with ourselves that baby has murder in its eyes what do you want me to do i've seen its soul and its soul screams for hate so the fairies they start making nature reappear you know vegetation and fruit we get some more of the nutcracker score they found supplies in nature which honestly like this supplies that they're getting it's literally just apples it's, it's just I love that. Of apples. <laughs> I love that. They're like, they're like, oh my god, all of these supplies. Oh, it's perfect. And you're like, oh, like tools and like a sleeping bag. And it's literally just apples. And you're like, hmm, yes, nature's rations. I'm like, bro, I don't know how to tell you this, but apples aren't gonna help you sail through a hurricane. Like, That's I, so you think. It's they don't call it bobbing for apples for nothing, asshole. <laughs> so yeah, Clara starts dancing, and she has just got like just a shit ton of apples. Like I don't know why they couldn't give her like a banana or I don't know an orange or something. So it's this jolly good time gets interrupted by the soldier of stone who crushes their apples and chases after them. We go back to the beach. Mint and Candy, they have a boat now. Clara and the Nutcracker come running over the hill. The four hide behind a rock. The rock giant crushes one of their boats. It starts to corner the four of them, but the fairies circle them, and they start to, the fairies touch the water, which freezes over. Then Marzipan, the horse, reappears with a 
snow sled now out of nowhere and the four get on the ice and start riding off <laughs> i wish marzipan you. rolls fucking up I, marzipan's I, like dude marzipan comes fucking prepared he comes strapped <laughs> you just hear move bitch get out the way as marzipan rolls in <laughs> sorry man i had to sidetrack through atlanta uh <laughs> <laughs> it's hell yeah so the rock giant still chases, but the snow fairies did their job too well, and the ice isn't breaking. They're riding, they're riding on top of the ice. The nutcracker stops the horse, turns around, then charges towards the stone giant, and the nutcracker stabs the ice, which causes it to break. The four ride off, and the giant soldier of stone breaks through the ice. Except it doesn't really look like that. It kind of just seems like the 3D model just like clipped through the ice and just starts glitching there. It's so and sick. We just cut away. I love it. It's literally, yeah, exactly. They're like, oh my God, you broke the ice. Yay. When in reality, it literally, it's like the rock giant is like running along the ice. And then it literally just, it's like the run animation is still continuing as it like just sinks a little bit. And then it just stops and then collapses a little bit. It does its collapsing animation. And then you're like, we did it, gang. And then it just fades to black. So later, the four continue to ride towards the Sugar Plum Princess, and the Nutcracker says the Sugar Plum Princess uh, is needed because Tim Curry is too powerful to fight alone. But we see that Pim was riding on the back of the sled. We cut to Tim Curry yelling at Pim. Pim gives exposition. Tim Curry is like, I can't find any mention of the Sugar Plum Princess. Tim uh, Tim Curry saying evil things. This fairy tale doesn't have a happy ending. Urgh. Back on the sled. Mint says they need to turn around because of the weather, and uh, if the ice melts, they're fucked. Claire and the Nutcracker get off the sled to walk through the fog, and they just fucking come across this island that's just you know looking very nice. There's no fog or anything. Okay, cool. It's like in the middle of what I'm assuming is like Scandinavia. It's just randomly they just go through a little bit of ice on an ocean. And just land in Tahiti. And you're like, all right, sure. You're like, that geography, that that tracks. Good good, good for y'all. Exactly. They're, they're back in Fiji. Hell yeah. So uh, on the island, it's poorly animated, Candy says, you know, I think the Nutcracker has earned the right to lead us. He's the reason we're here. <laughs> and Mint is like, but he is wooden. And I'm like, that's racist. I, like, it's exactly, exactly. Because, because... This movie's made it really apparent that that the uh, British guy is going to not be racist. <laughs> so they come across some pink castle, and Claire is hesitant to approach, but the Nutcracker opens the door. We see only the three enter, and they get captured by Pim. It was all a ruse. Candy, Mint, oh. and Nutcracker get kidnapped, and Clara runs away. There's nowhere to go because, you know, the ice is melted, and now we have an ocean. And, you know, guess this is just Barbie's survivor now. <laughs> it's Barbie and Castaway. And it's just it comes with a volleyball. It's a bloody <laughs> handprint. Exactly. She just she just smears blood on it and she does the whole Wilson thing. So on the beach, Clara monologues to herself, oh, what to do, what to do. Then a fairy comes by and says fairy things, and the fairies bring her some vine for Clara to sit on, and the fairies just they're on that juice apparently because they fucking pick her ass up and fly her back to Tim Curry's castle. I 
That's so sick. That's so sick. They literally just, they're like, I don't know. It's like, like they're all like, they're all like Roddy Coleman or some shit. They just sit there and they just go like, hmm, yeah, we'll just lift you across the ocean. And it took apparently days for you to cross. Yeah, buddy, lightweight and just flies off. <laughs> lightweight, lightweight. It would have been so much better if the fairy babies were modeled after Roddy Coleman. That's what I'm, that's all I can think. Look, I'm not saying we need to make these movies, but I mean, if you want to see exactly. Roddy Coleman as a fairy... Like, <laughs> so like, fucking follow us on Instagram because we got big Absolutely. things coming in the future. We got big things. We're going to bring Ronnie Coleman out and put him in a fairy costume. So at Tim Curry's castle, the fairies drop her off. Clara sneaks through the castle. We go back in the woods. The fairies tell the children and others about what's happening. It's about time we stood up to that mouse, gosh darn it, back in the castle. Clara sees the rats building some fucking no giant burning man structure. Clara walks down some stairs to go back to Tim. Am I wrong? Man structure. Am no, I wrong? I just love the I just love the idea. It's just a bunch of rats that are just like half naked and they're all just like smoking weed. They're like, I love you, man. Like it's like they're not even like like they're not even sticking to the script anymore. They're all just doing drugs and dancing. So we go back with Tim Curry. He monologues to Pim. Pim says that things aren't looking good with the forest people. They're planning an uprising. Pim says, you know, round up the villagers so they can see the vulgar display of power. And Pim flies off. Back with Clara again. She turns the corner. <laughs> vulgar display of power. Hell yeah. You just hear. Dun, 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 yes, as they all start. You're damn right. I made a Pantera reference in our fucking Barbie movie review. You're, hell yeah. That's sick. <laughs> so uh, back with Clara again. She turns the corner to the rats, makes up some story to them, saying they're being summoned. And the rat guards just fucking are like, all right, word. So they walk away. Oh, okay, she's a person, but word. So Clara enters the gallows. No one's there. Nutcracker, mint, and candy are invisible, but Clara senses their presence, then breaks this invisible force field, uh, freeing the three of them. Clara's like, we must leave. Tim Curry is building a bonfire. So they run up the stairs, back at the bonfire with all the leftover assets. They're, be the, they're being gathered above the four watch. Nutcracker is like, Sugar Plum Princess, or no, we have to do something. The Nutcracker causes a ruckus, and Tim Curry lights the bonfire ablaze. And you know, it's it it's something. It is. It's you know what the fire animation. It's animated. You know they couldn't they couldn't have hit us with like a even a good fire <laughs> whoosh sound like. No, no, there's no whoosh or anything. It's literally just all oh, right in the fire. The fire's here, and you're like, okay, all right. Like, I am, I'm so scared right now. The stakes of this movie <laughs> feel so high. Heart pumping, heart pumping, chills. So, um, Nutcracker jumps down, grabs a sword, monologues with Tim Curry, <gasps> and Tim Curry turns a children turns children into statues. Hell yeah! Uh, Nutcracker fights Tim Curry, <laughs> and again, it just looks. It it looks exactly what you think it looks like from yeah, what we described. It's, yeah, it's it, it's tough. So uh, Tim Curry's Rat King grows in size and starts beating the shit out of the Nutcracker, who is battered. I guess his leg is broken now. Clara jumps in front and basically says, "Hey, yo, Tim Curry, you're a pussy." And Tim Curry is going to cast a spell to turn Clara even smaller, but the Nutcracker I, uses his sword to reflect the blast, and makes Tim Curry I, tiny. I love the idea. It's just instead of Barbie going like, hey, you stinky 
fart face. I don't like you as as she does in like the actual movie. She just turns and goes, hey, you a bitch. Your mama's a bitch and her mama's a bitch. Boy, if you don't. And he like turns around and tries to shut her up. Listen, I mean, if you want to get your roasting in that in this movie, that's one way to do it. Other than your drink, <laughs> you just see it's just Barbie's secret weapon isn't is isn't like a sword or anything. It's you just see her bring her hand down, and she just like instead of turning people to stone, she just makes people like give up because she just roasts them. <laughs> kind of like kind of like me and you on this podcast, uh. absolutely. But you just roast me. So he runs. So uh, Tim Curry is tiny. He runs away into the sewer. Clara goes to check on the Nutcracker, and the Nutcracker is like, "Huh, I'm just wood." Then Clara kisses the Nutcracker, calls him Prince Eric, and he gets turned back into a real boy. And everyone is so surprised like this. And meanwhile, Mint is standing over there, like, "Huh, maybe I shouldn't have been talking that much shit." <laughs> Mint's like, Mint's like, "Oh fuck! All right, I'm gonna get the diss track sent to me." And even Clara transforms by magically. Having her hair done and wearing a dress. And the twist here is that Clara is actually the sugar plum princess. <gasps> Eric is like, your kiss has broken the spell. And look, everyone, things are vibrant and colorful now and pink. And Clara, using the power of, I don't fucking know, friendship, makes things right. <laughs> the people accept Prince Eric and cheer. Rose petals fall. The children dance. I'm sitting here doing jazz hands and dancing because this movie's almost over. Absolutely. Ona, uh, minted candy also have a dance number, which of course they do. Dude, it feels very strange. Like again, this would make sense in a ballet, but seeing mint do ballets and twirls and shit. As That's, John Travolta's dress-up character from the Fanatic feels hell so weird. yeah, hell yeah, Moose is in the Nutcracker. Well, only Moose's alter ego is in the Nutcracker of him dancing and like that's just weird. It's fucking strange. <laughs> it, it is strange, yeah. So later, Clara shows off her point ballet moves, and Prince Eric does dancing as well. Again, brightly colored images on the screen. Like, what the fuck do you want me to do? And uh, yeah, we get a montage of things turning back into normal using bright colors and spark and PowerPoint sparkles and shit. Dancing continues for even longer. Crowd cheers when the dancing is done. Prince Eric is now king, I guess. Thanks, Clara. He asked her to be his queen. Uh, Clara kisses the Prince Eric. The people cheer. I feel like we've been wrapping up this movie for like a long time. Except for <laughs> it's, it's a, he's still here. Tim Curry's still here and he's still mad. He's back riding Pim who takes the locket. Tim Curry opens the locket, but the fairies give one of the children a snowball that she fucking just eats at him. Like a flying dude. That Mike, talk about that kid. The kid, all right, all right. I this kid, she's got a future as a fucking softball pitcher because it's not being because it's Tim Curry and like Pim, and they're like flying away, and he's like, I'll get you. And like he's got the necklace and all that. And so the fairies are like, hmm. Who's the most qualified person to solve this issue? A child. So they give a child a snowball. And this kid is, I don't know, maybe it's like freaking Mariana Rivera secretly. But she just whips it. And it just beams them. And they drop the necklace. This, like, it's like it's wild that this kid had that much force in her arm. Because they are far away. It's not like they're like. Two or three meters away. No, it's like a freaking, mm -hmm. it's like a kilometer. Like they are far away now. 
Mike Little did you know but this kid would go on to coach the baseball bat guy from the raid too oh shit oh shit you just see an eight-year-old teaching a 14-year-old child in Indonesia just go like all right so what you're gonna want to do bring it back and throw it forward he's like oh shit this is gonna work against a human skull and she's like what was that (laughs) nothing nothing no don't worry about that, you know. Do you know anyone who's really good with hammers by chance? I have a friend that's trying to figure something out. <laughs> We're getting a gang together, maybe? It's just just tossing the idea around. So now the locket's been open. Clara starts to disappear. She fades away. Eric says, I love you. Y'all just met, like, you know, we have five after movies to show why this is toxic. But, okay, whatever. We'll move past that. Hell yeah. It's the Nutcracker. I, I don't know if that's actually in there or not, but sure. Fuck it. In the living room, Clara wakes up. She calls out for her nutcracker. You know, he has a name. And she looks around, can't find anything. Then Drosselmeyer, with his fucking torn rotator cuffs and everything, enters and is like, I see the mice had a party in here. But Clara explains what happened. And Drosselmeyer's like, we're going to start putting you on some medication. Um, (laughs) It's antipsychotics. He's like, all right, so... I think you had an episode and we uh, should be looking out for you. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> so yeah, Tommy. And he just goes, he, he goes, he, and he sits there after she's like, oh, okay. And she like turns away. He goes, boo, <laughs> boo. <laughs> so Tommy enters. Claire asks if he took her nutcracker. Claire continues <laughs> to do the crazy talking. But then Aunt Drosselmeyer enters and she brings an old friend, Eric, over. It's the nutcracker in human form. In human form. And Claire is shook. Eric is like, Nice to meet you, Clara. And Eric is staying over for Christmas dinner. And Clara and Eric, they hold hands. Eric gives her a locket. Jesus Christ, like, so he is real. And Eric asks for a dance. The two do more dancing. And, yeah, we transition back to Barbie and Kelly in their dance studio. Kelly asks questions about the Nutcracker. She still wants to practice, to learn all the steps. And the two do some more dancing. It's like this movie you fucking forgot. Like, oh, by oh, I guess we need to have some ballet in this movie, and we have like twenty minutes left, so we're just gonna like try to just jam it all in like this final twenty minutes. It's it's so weird because all it, it if they did dance numbers like they did in the Nutcracker, like the actual Nutcracker, then you could go, oh, nice, okay, so we'll have like the ballet sequences. All right, cool. And it's going to be a mixture of Barbie being Barbie, just Barbieing it up. Mm-hmm. And then like the Nutcracker. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, cool, nice. A little bit of this, a little bit of that. And then, nope, they're just like, just giving the Nutcracker and they go, oh, oh, shit. Oh, that's right. It's ballet. Oh, damn it. Okay. Uh, just the dance numbers. Dance numbers for everybody. And you're like, oh, don't know if that works, but all right. It's just a bunch of people at the end doing just shitty renditions of TikTok dances. <laughs> oh my God. You just see he, he, the kids like, I'm going to master the Nutcracker suite. And Barbie's like, great job. And the kid gets up and just starts flossing furiously. <laughs> You're like, oh my God. No. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so anyways, they nail the dancing. They hug. And yeah, that's the movie. What do you expect? It's Barbie and the Nutcracker. This is the this is the first movie we're getting through. Mike, why the fuck are we here? I don't know, man. It's you know what? It's better than hey, better than after. I'll, I'll watch this over after. I mean, I feel like I'd watch after more just because I would be like three sheets to the wind, just 
fucked up while watching it, but it's, okay, yeah. If, if someone deprived me of alcohol and went pick one, I'm gonna pick Barbie because it's the more inconsequential one, but it's the shorter one. Yeah, that is true. That is also true. I mean, yeah, no. After after only works now. If I am horrifically shit faced, like if I am fucked up, like uh, I'm down with after. Yeah, but guys, anyways, that was that was a uh, Barbie and Nutcracker. Mike, do you have any final points you want to make? <coughs> uh, anything you want to say about this movie before we head on out of here? God, I hope the CGI gets better. I I I have a feeling it's going to be getting better, but that's not because like. <laughs> well, I, I think that's because you know time. Time is going to pass. <laughs> yeah, and exactly. People are going to learn, or or maybe it's just going to keep looking like this. I I don't know. You know I'm what? If it kept if. If it kept looking like this, I would also not be mad. Dude, that'd be it's so kind funny. of a double-edged sword. It'd be so funny. It'd be so funny if it came out in 2019 and it's just a straight up just, Look, it, it's just straight up horrible CGI. Like again, I'm willing to give this movie like a pass since it is 2001. Like it looks shitty by today's standards. But again, straight to DVD in 2001. Okay, sure, whatever. Yeah, I'm willing, exactly. I'm willing to let the animation exactly. like pass and we can just, you know, point and laugh and have a good time with it. If it looks like this again in like 2015, 2016, 2023, I'm gonna be like, guys, y'all should know better. Like what were you exactly thinking? Yeah, exactly. You sit there and just go, guys, get the hell together. Come on. Come on. You gotta you gotta hit on your hands in 2023. Come on, you gotta catch up. Alright guys, but that does it for this episode of the Messed Up at Midnight podcast. Go follow us on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. You guys know the deal. Stay up to date with what we got going on. Mike, do you have anything that you want to say while feeling like a piece of shit? I I am feeling like a piece of shit. Next time, viewers, tune in as we cover Barbie Diaries. That's the next one on the list. I have no idea what to even expect with that. Well, because like Barbie and the Nutcracker, I'm like, okay, cool. I could expect it. If it's like fairy topia, I'm like, okay, we're going to be dealing with fairies. Barbie diaries. What are you giving me movie? Exactly. Exactly. You're like, I don't know what that means. I don't know what any of that means. What? <laughs> Nobody knows what it means, but it's provocative. It gets the people it's going. People going. <laughs> All right, guys, we'll see y'all next week. See you next week, everybody. <laughs>